Good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Welcome to a brand new month. It's a Wednesday today. Welcome to the program As the Sun Sets. Yes, it's the month of June, the month of the Sacred Heart. And all I can say is I hope you've had a great day. Stay with me, pray with me, and hopefully be, be inspired by the Holy Spirit. Some of you driving home, some of you sitting at home, waiting for the program to begin, the evening prayer of the church. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. In a room full of broken A lifetime of shattered dreams Where the memories once cherished Have faded to gray And I'm left wondering what it means In a world where the whole seems holy In an age where the wrong seems right Thank you. 
is my light and my help whom shall I fear Psalm 26 trust in time of affliction the Lord is my light and my help whom shall I fear the Lord is the stronghold of my life before whom shall I shrink when evildoers draw near to devour my flesh it is they, my enemies and foes, who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart would not fear. And though war break out against me, even then would I trust. 
There is one thing I ask of the Lord, and for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to savor the sweetness of the Lord, and to behold his temple. For there he keeps me safe in his tent in the day of evil. He hides me in the shelter of his tent. On a rock he sets me safe. And now my head shall be raised above my foes who surround me. And I shall offer within his tent a sacrifice of joy. I will sing and make music for the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. O Lord, hear my voice when I call. Have mercy and answer. Of you my heart has spoken. Seek his face. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. Dismiss not your servant in anger. You have been my help. Do not abandon or forsake me, O God, my help. Though father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Instruct me, Lord, in your way. On an even path, lead me. And when they lie in ambush, protect me from my enemy's greed. False witnesses rise against me, breathing out fury. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart. Hope in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is your face, O Lord, that I seek. Hide not your face. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures. The canticle is taken from Paul's letter to the Colossians in chapter 1. Christ is the firstborn of all creation, the firstborn from the dead. Let us give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. 
for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 12. Some Sadducees, who denied that there is a resurrection, came to Jesus and they put this question to him. Master, we have it from Moses in writing. If a man's brother dies, leaving a wife, but no children... The man must marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now, there were seven brothers. The first married a wife and then died, leaving no children. The second married the widow, and he too died, leaving no children. With the third, it was the same. And none of the seven left any children. And last of all, the woman herself died. Now, at the resurrection, when they rise again, whose wife will she be, since she had been married to all seven? Jesus said to them, is not the reason why you go wrong that you understand neither the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, men and women do not marry. No, they are all like angels in heaven. Now about the dead rising again, have you never read in the book of Moses? In the passage about the bush, how God spoke to him and said, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is God, not of the dead, but of the living. You are very much mistaken. The Gospel tonight highlights 
Jesus's interaction with one of the authorities, and this was the group of Sadducees. These are the people who owned property and land and so on, and a rather conservative group of people. Remember, there were many groups at the time of Jesus. There were the Sadducees and the Pharisees and the scribes and the Essenes, and you name them. There were just many, many different groups at the time of Jesus. And when Mark was writing his gospel, he was writing in the, about the year 70, 80, around that time, uh, after the death of Jesus. And many of his disciples were experiencing uh, tremendous opposition and hardship from the authorities of the time. And so Mark writes to his uh, disciples and tries to give them encouragement. He tries to tell them, listen, um, I know you're experiencing a lot of hardships from the authorities, but remember, in the time of Jesus, he had the same kind of hardship from the authorities at the time. The Sadducees, for example, they didn't believe in the resurrection. So they gave Jesus a, a tough time, like all the authorities gave Jesus a tough time. And all these Gospels that we are hearing every day are highlighting these different groups of authorities either the rabbis or the scribes or the Pharisees and so on. And today, Mark is highlighting the Sadducees that Jesus interacts with. And, of course, they think they've got a very, very good argument about this man. It's a fictitious story, really, who has, who, uh, the, the woman marries seven times. And at the resurrection, because they don't believe in the resurrection, so they're trying to poke fun at Jesus. Whose wife will she be? And Jesus says, you know, you are all very, very mistaken. It's not the reason why you uh, understand. The reason why you go wrong is that you don't understand the scriptures nor the power of God. When you rise from the dead, men and women do not marry. No, they are like angels in heaven. So, Marriage is not something that we're going to enter into at the resurrection or after we die and rise from the dead. Jesus says there is, there is no marriage in the hereafter. It's something that we have now. So there's no question about whether somebody's, whose wife is, going to, is this person going to be uh, at the time of the resurrection. And, and then Jesus says, now about the dead rising again, have you never read in the book of Moses in the passage about the bush how God spoke to him and said, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He is God not of the dead, but of the living. You were very much mistaken. So the God that Jesus is talking about is the God of the living, not of the dead. The Sadducees were focusing on, on the dead at the time of the resurrection. Whose wife will this woman be? Jesus is saying that's no concern of ours because at the time of the resurrection, there will be no marriage. People do not marry at the time in, in, in the resurrection or in the age or whatever we call it, in the time of the resurrection. And then he speaks about God as being the God not of the dead, but of the living. So, God is the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and Jacob. So, if God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, of Jacob, he's also the God of, uh, of Jesus himself, and we too have a God that uh, we believe in, a God who is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So, he's a God of the living, a God of the living. What can we take away with us today from this Gospel reading? I think... Something maybe that we can think about is 
that sometimes we get hooked on one or other little belief and pet subject. Some people will say, I don't believe in the resurrection, and they will have their um, firm beliefs in the resurrection. It might be some aspect of the church, some practice of the church, some liturgical uh, ritual that we think is so very important. And Jesus is saying, you know, uh, this is not the issue. This is not the issue at all. The issue is God, the God of the living. And for Jesus, here he was interacting with the Sadducees, with the authorities of the time. And uppermost in the mind of Jesus wasn't this or that little belief of the group or not, but uppermost in his mind was the confrontation with the authorities that was going to lead ultimately to his death and resurrection. But what motivated Jesus was his uh, his devotion to his father. It was this that he held on to, that he held, he held firmly in his hands, so to speak, his commitment to his father's will. So no matter what the Pharisees said or the Sadducees or the scribes or whatever, what was ultimately very import, important for Jesus was that all these groups represented the authority at the time. And they were very much against Jesus because he was drawing the crowds. He was giving them encouragement and giving them hope. But he knew that this would ultimately lead to his resurrection, his death and his resurrection. And he wants us to believe in a God, a God who is a God of the living, a God who loves us, a God who always walks with us through life. So let's not get bogged down in issues that don't lead to life. Let's not get bogged down in issues like the Sadducees who were arguing about the resurrection. They didn't believe in the resurrection. And Jesus is saying, believe in me, you will rise from the dead and you will rise to eternal life. They didn't like that. They opposed him in that. Where do we stand? Let's pray today that we might reaffirm our faith and our hope in Jesus and that one day, you and I will rise and be with him for all eternity in the glory of God, the living God, our Father. Redeem me, Lord, and show me your mercy. Do not cast me away with sinners. Redeem me, Lord, and show me your mercy. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Redeem me, Lord, and show me your mercy. Today we celebrate the memory of St. Justin. A fire was enkindled in my soul. I was filled with love for the prophets and for those holy men who are the friends of Christ. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. 
He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A fire was enkindled in my soul, said St. Justin, and I was filled with love for the prophets and for those holy men who are the friends of Christ. Now the world is ablaze with the glory of God, who cares for his chosen people with infinite love. And in the name of the church we pray, Lord, show your love to all people. Be mindful of your church, keep her free from evil, and make her perfect in your love. Let all peoples acknowledge that you alone are God, and that Jesus Christ is your Son. Give them the light of faith. And grant to those around us all that they need, so that they may know thankfulness and live in peace. Keep us mindful of those whose work is hard and unrewarding. May we give everyone the respect which is their right. And give peace to those who have died today. Grant them eternal rest. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, in a wonderful way, through the folly of the cross, you taught your martyr, St. Justin, the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ. Heed his prayer for us, and dispel every deceiving error, and ground us firmly in the faith. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
one another by John Michael Talbot. That brings us to the end of our evening prayer. Thank you very much for joining me, Father Emil. At this time, all I can say is have a wonderful, restful evening. And I'll be back with you again tomorrow morning at 6. From me, good night and God bless.